Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Thanks for joining us. Really glad to be with you. This is a preliminary session of the Common Sense Show. We'll get into it uh, real deeply here with our guest, Bob Griswold, who's got a great background to debate an issue with me. Will the white hat military in the United States rise up and execute a coup against the Bolshevik communists who have commandeered our nation? We have gone through a coup d'etat. And uh, will there be a counter coup by the white hat military? Bob and I are going to debate this, I'm sure, with some vigor. Although, you have to keep in mind, Bob and I have been friends for years. And uh, we have some ventures we do together, and uh, I highly respect him. And But I think you're going to find this debate to be informative. And I think we're going to put a lot of, of um, issues on the table there for our audience to look at and really make some good decisions. Uh, we're brought to you by Noble Gold. And ladies and gentlemen, there's never been a time more pertinent in history right now that you need gold to protect what you have. Gold is a way of storing your value for what you've already earned. If you leave it in the bank, the Dodd-Frank Law of 2010 says the bank can take your money. And rest assured, they will take your money when they begin to falter to cushion their fall from grace. So what are you going to do? Well, you can leave your retirement in the bank. You can leave your money in the savings account. Or you can get a hold of Noble Gold and say, what can you do to help me? And then evaluate what they're offering. And there are no pressure absolutely not going to push you to do anything whatsoever. And when you call their call center, you don't get uh, hi, I'd be helping you very much. No, you don't get that. You get an expert in the field who will patiently answer all your questions, but be prepared. You'll have to close your own deal. So anyway, here's how you get information. Go to DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com and I'll rush you out of free information, no obligation, electronic packet. Or you can call 877-646-5347, 877-646-5347, and tell them that Dave Hodges told you to call. Bob Griswold and the debate up next. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. Thanks for staying with us right here as we move into our guest segment with my good friend, Bob Griswold, who has the background and expertise, certainly, um, has life experiences beyond what I've done. And uh, I'm going to tra- try to take my feeble mind and background and try to debate Bob here on uh, whether or not the U.S. military, so-called white hats, are going to come to the rescue of the American people. Bob, let- let's set the crisis tone for this, though. Okay. Can we both agree that we're being ruled by Bolshevik communists. Would would you agree with that statement? Yeah, and I put Luciferian Bolshevik communists in front of it, but yeah. Thank you. Yeah, okay, thank you. You strengthened my argument. Well, yes. <laughs> okay, all right. And then secondly... And Dave, Dave that, that sounds funny, but I really do mean that with every no, I agree. fiber of my being. There are Luciferian people. These are the people who get on their knees. Like, I bow my knee to the Lord Jesus Christ. These are the ba- people that get on their knee and, and worship the dark one. Uh, they drink the blood. They eat the flesh. They do uh, stuff. I'm not going to mention on this program. The initiation rites that are, that, you know, pretty bad. I was watching a video um, a few years ago from Mariana Abramovich, and oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, she was showing how to, how she does her spirit cooking, and it said human breast milk plus human sperm and a few other things. I'm not going to mention, um, and then you drink it. 
um, you know, the products of body, body, bodily function products, put it that way. I um, hear you. I know. Listen, and, I, I and, hear and Dave, it gets better to sound like it's a commercial. Um, she just put, been put in charge of Ukrainian schools. How mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Can we say grooming? Um, <laughs> on, yeah, a, on, a, yeah. on a national scale. Exactly. Um, the model for coming here. All right. So the point is Bolshevik communists that are satanic and no question. And that uh, uh, when the Bolsheviks cannot manipulate things to get it the way they want entirely, then they resort to extreme force, i.e. camps, extermination and so forth. And do you not agree this is uh, could be an expected outcome of where we're going? Well, the, the camps already exist. The, the J6 is, is a camp. Um, they, they, they didn't like uh, what those people did. Now, I, I do not agree with trespassing. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a misdemeanor crime, generally punishable by a fine. Um, sometimes uh, let off as, you know, we saw a lot of people let off from insurrection in uh, Portland and Washington, uh, Seattle. Uh, we saw a lot of those people just let go. Uh, when when Donald Trump was inaugurated, we saw people burning stuff down in Washington, D.C. I, I don't think they started anything on fire on January 6th, but the people on, on, on Trump's inauguration were definitely setting buildings on fire. No, no, no. Trump. There. Hey, I got a question for you. Does this uh, his name slips me right now? The, the, the gentleman who pulled the fire alarm. Um. Oh, yeah. The congressman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's insurrection, isn't it? Because he was mm-hmm. doing it to interrupt the House vote. It's a so, felony, for one thing. It's a public yeah, endangerment. Yeah. So he is guilty of crimes worse than 9-11, Pearl Harbor, and at least a 20-year sentence, if if you want to f- go by the rules that you're giving to other people. I cannot argue with what you're but saying. But the camps though. exist. There's a camp right there in, in, in Washington, D.C. You need to stop agreeing with me because you're supposed to be having a debate here. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so we're headed down the extermination path. Um, clearly they're going to deal with enemies of the state. In fact, Klaus Schwab said it best. He met with French President uh, Macron and came out of the meeting, and he he was quoted as saying, and I made a big deal about this, a German national wanting to put people in camps, but he said, we need to send dissidents to social credit camps. That's a quote. That's a quote, Bob. Um, So I think it's an expectation we should have here. Okay, now, we've kind of laid the battlefield. America's a nation ready to be pounced upon by the people who think they're in charge. So there's a prevailing feeling out there, people I've talked to, that have left me with the impression, uh, I, I won't put a percentage chance on this, but there is a decent opportunity, in my opinion, that segments of the military will rise up, not at the command level in the Pentagon, of course, or the DOD, but base commanders, division commanders, and so forth, submarine fleet, space force, that uh, they will resist the direction when it becomes unfathomable. And if they think they have the support of the majority of the people, they will move against the administration. It's often called the white hat military. And I know that you're not in agreement with that. So let me throw it over to you and get your reaction to that. Okay. well, um, first of all, I would have to bring back biblical reference because I did ponder on this last night. Some Um, heart of man is desperately wicked. It's not a good heart in man. Sin Mm -hmm. has corrupted us to the core. um, And so we see that manifested throughout 6000 years of human history. We rape, brutalize, murder conquer you know steal that is the history of humanity um with some in between good things that might have happened but overall i mean you know people say you know european colonialism well um islamic colonialism existed long before european colonialism existed so and i'm not saying the islamists are any worse or better than the europeans um but what I'm saying is man's heart is desperately wicked. So, first of all, how do I know that the person or the people that want to lead this white hat charge are really genuine who they who they say they are? Let me, let me bring this point mm-hmm. out. Um, OK, Rome, 
who put this who who changed the government from um a republic a constitutional republic for that day uh where, where the senate decided policy to where the caesars decided policy the praetorian guard it was the military that installed a dictator so here's the question i have same thing in stalin same thing with hitler same thing with everybody else and we saw tons of them during the 70s, 60s, 70s and 80s in South America installing a right wing person in charge. that was going to supposedly take over the country and get rid of the communist. And every one of those ended up in horrible, horrible catastrophe for the average person. Okay. So I just going last night and looking what dictatorship or, or military coup has there been? Where it has turned out good for people. And I, I, I mean, maybe the American Revolution, that's the only thing I could come up with. And that was really not a, um, a because they, they were forming an, another government. But I, I could not find a, um, a, coup, a military coup where it turned out good for the people. Maybe initially, but eventually the, the, the desperate, wicked heart of man um, took over. And then I go back to, to Romans 1. Is this, is it even biblically reversible? And if I read Romans 1 and we're in the third stage of divine abandonment, that is an irretrievable condition that God has placed on a nation. Can you explain that, what that is to the person okay, who might not be Romans familiar 1 with it? Is, it, it it's, it's a three-stage level of divine abandonment. You'll read it three times, and God gave them over, and God gave them over, and God gave them over. Each time God gave, gives them over... It's to deeper and deeper depravity. And the final third stage is to basically an insane mind. The, the, the nation has been given over to an insane mind. And at that point, it's it, it you can't recover from it because it's no longer just men doing stupid stuff because they have stupid thoughts. This is a God has separated himself from that nation and has turned it over to wickedness. Now, I, I hear all the <clears throat> I hear all the time. Well, there's a lot of good people left in the United States. <clears throat> well, where are they? Um, there are some, but the majority, vast, vast majority of churches that supposedly have Christian people that supposedly hold the biblical theology are silent. Um, parents still put their kids in public schools, which are teaching their kids Marxism. So I, I seriously doubt from a historical and a biblical point of view that you're really going to end up with a white hat coup. I, I think shortly after the white hat coup, the hat's going to change just like it has in all those um, tin horn dictators we installed in South America. You know, Hitler was a man of the people, restored the economy. I mean, you, you know, going to give that Germany back its national prestige. I mean, n- not not to insult anybody, but we're going to make Germany great again. That was his mantra. Not not in those words, but that I get was it. Yeah, mantra. you're you're right. I agree. Now, and, what you've done here, I'm going to interject this, Bob, because okay. I think it's important. Uh, because we're jumping to the end of the story, and I and, and I agree, there's an inherent danger in having the military execute a coup because you might just trade one despot leader for another. I totally agree with what you're saying, and I agree there's overwhelming historical precedent for your position. I think there's no question. But can we back up the time frame? And talk about, will it at least be initiated to change the existing ruling party with military action? Let's start there and then end up on that last square. Okay. Um, well, uh, again, it's all about money. And Rothschild said, I don't care who writes the nation's laws. And, and by laws, you could say, because Congress goes to war. Congress is the one who authorizes war. All, all the things that the military would be authorized to do take money. Um, I will add in mine and your money, your and your, my money. Um, and, and when the powers that be control all the levers of power, uh, you know, not to be redundant, but they do control all the levers of power. Um, I, I, the mechanism for making that happen, I think will fail as quick as Stauffenberg's. Um, attempt on tell people what Stauffenberg was. Okay, well, um, there were a certain group of military people in the in the in the Third Reich that had uh, tired of Hitler. They knew he was driving the nation 
into complete ruin and his demonic in his demonic madness. He, he didn't he didn't, wouldn't even look at the facts. Um, he had made up armies in his mind, planes that didn't exist. You know, it, it was all there. And so they looked at him and they realized, oh, gosh, I just thought of something. He Hitler was out of his mind. Can you think of anybody today that's out of their mind in our government? <laughs> oh, I knew you were going to go there, Bob. Okay. Um, yeah, I, but, I, listen, but I, I agree with what you're saying here, too. I do. Um, but I want to make a distinction here. There's a difference in a coup between a protracted conflict to get there and a singular action that's an overnight come in the thief type of activity, which has happened in history before. And I agree with you that BlackRock would never let this happen since they control 70% of the GDP. Vanguard, BlackRock. Yeah, well, it's actually, when you include the big three, BlackRock. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time rock vanguard and state street they control 90 percent of the u.s gdp but yes. the, and i agree with you that would prevent a protracted conflict but a military action would be swift we converge on the white house we take people out. We do a military tribunal, um, and they stand up and say, "We dare you to anybody else who wants to oppose us." Um, I I don't think your explanation that because they don't have the money doesn't mean they can't do a singular swift action. You want to comment on well, that? Yeah, but uh, okay. Still, um, people, no matter how bad they are, are, are do the the rule of law. And you, you just can't go through and start murdering all the people that you disagree with. And that's that's generally what happens is they just go round everybody up that they didn't like. Hitler rounded up the SA, you know, Stalin rounded up numerous generals that he'd been told were unfaithful. And that's why it took um, uh, Russia so long to um, to, you know, meet the Nazis and defeat them because he had taken out most of his senior staff in the military. But so. What what I'm saying yeah. is I I I I I think it's wishful thinking, but I don't think it's reality. They would send UN troops in immediately 
to quash it. I mean, it, it, the news media would be croaking it out 24-7, a group of, you know, ultra-right-wing racist bigots of t- trying to take over the military, just like they do these January 6th people. And and we all saw that the uh, Buffalo man, um, you know, he, he just walked around the building. He wasn't violent in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Just walked around the building. And so they had completely lied about it. And yet the narrative's done. He spent time in prison. So a lot of other people spending time in prison. And some of these guys will probably spend 20 years of their life in prison unless Donald mm. Trump gets elected and pardons them. Tar- Tario. So, yeah, I agree with you. I, I, think, I think it just has a very, very bad mm-hmm. The military taking over has very, very bad connotations. Okay, but, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. But let's stay with. Okay, I'll reflect on the movie to give people a visual image and people our age that saw this. Uh, Seven Days in May starring Kirk Douglas. Good movie. Really entertaining Mm -hmm. movie. But it was the attempt at a military coup that was swift and would have been complete with some key leaders in the military because they thought the president was weak and impotent. I'm talking about a swift action that's an overnight action. In fact, Stauffenberg's uh, attempt to take over the German government was based on the same kind of philosophy, Bob. It wasn't protracted. It was and, to, and be, it quick, did, it was to yeah. be quick and decisive. And it did fail. Um, it did fail, yes. Yeah. Uh, so I, I would point that out. D- Dave, my, my concern goes back to biblical theology is the heart of man is desperately wicked. See, the only way, the only way this country will ever change, because Washington said it in his farewell address, that religion and morality were the foundations of this nation. Without those two things, it cannot exist. That's what he said. And today we are a godless, immoral people. Um, Godless, immoral people run the, the military. Now, I'm not saying that there's no Christians there, but the levers of power are all godless people and i i it's too well entrenched and, and even for a, a temporary crew or a short coup where they where they do that um you would have you would have half of america in the streets burning things down because half of america would side with the very people that we would take out um, it wouldn't be bob it wouldn't be half the elections are stolen but i would agree with you it could be as high as 30 percent. yeah well 30 percent, and violence yeah. is contagious once it starts um, you know, everybody wants to start throwing bricks. Once one person throws a brick, everybody wants to throw a brick. Um, a holiday from law and order would attract a lot of people. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So um, because violence is people don't understand violence is an extremely addictive behavior. Um, that's why you have serial killers, serial rapists and all these. It's It's not so much the act of murder. It's not so much the act of sex. It's the act of committing horrific acts of violence. And, and that's what that's what they get into. And, and we're a nation today that has fallen in love with violence. Um, we, we've we've spread it around the, the world. We've we've taken violence around the world in so many small conflicts, um, you know, and left tens and tens of thousands. I think Libya was 40,000, uh, you know, noncombatants dead in Iraq. It was maybe a million <clears throat> on based on a lie. WMDs exist, um, you know. People, people are and making a good um, argument that 9-11 was had some little bit of help um, from inside uh, the camp. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they had a little bit of help doing that. Yeah, Cheney was in the bushes, to, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I, listen, I, I agree with what you're saying here. And I also agree with something else you said here. I'm jumping off my own side for a moment, but I do agree with you. Uh, bringing up Washington's farewell address about religion and morality being a cornerstone necessary to the successful maintenance of this country. Because if we were a moral nation, uh, still loyal to Jesus, if we were that way, having the leaders that we have right now would make no sense and we wouldn't tolerate it for two seconds. Not and, two seconds. Because, and because we are this way, you could have a successful military coup, but we would accept the same kind of depraved mm-hmm. leadership. I agree with you. Exactly. So uh, another historical example of a coup, and this one took longer, granted, took longer to to implement, but I've used it before. There was a coup in Rome and uh, one of the one of the one of the sides of the coup was the side of Barabbas. Now, Barabbas was Mm -hmm. an evil, violent man, and he wanted to chop every Roman head off he found. 
You know, he just wanted to go out and kill, kill, kill. He had a bloodlust. Um, and the, the Romans know very, very well how to deal with that kind of guy. In fact, I think the Romans kind of liked it because it gave them entertainment. You know, I mean, even even when they were killing Jesus, they, they were entertaining themselves by wagering on his clothes. Um, so we have that. And then we have the gospel of Jesus Christ that transforms men's hearts from the savage beast to the image of God. That's that's the coup that eventually conquered Rome. And um, my point is, there's only one way this nation could be saved. And I and I, I would say that with a caveat of Romans one, the last verse that I think we've been given over to divine insanity. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, everybody wants to think it's going to, I'd love to think it's going to happen. I mean, I'm 67. I don't want to get in the middle of some, you know, violent upheaval in the United States. I, I don't want that. I, I want yeah. to live my remaining days in peace. I, but, I hear you. I'm the same um, way. I'm too, too, too fat to run and too old to fight. I, I hear what you're <laughs> saying. Yeah. So w- with that said, I think America has been given over and let me just, just deviate just a bit. If, if, if I'm right, and history will tell, time will tell um, who's right in this. Uh, the, the real question is, what do we do? Because these, these two ideas are, are like a watershed. One goes one way, one goes the other way. In fact, Francis Schaeffer's book, Whatever Happened to the, the, oh, the Great Evangelical Disaster, I forgot the name of it, but he, he mentions there's this mountain peak in Switzerland where as the snow melts in the summer, there's two... Uh, places the water runs down it starts very very close together at the mountain peak so it's it's there and then as it melts one side leads down to the balmy waters of the mediterranean and one side leads down to the i think the north atlantic cold you know water and and so two ideas might sound close but the, the 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 final outcome of those ideas goes completely different places you know if we saw a true, genuine revival in this nation, which, again, I don't think is going to happen, um, that would solve every problem. We wouldn't need a military coup. We wouldn't need any of that because men's hearts would be changed and and converted. I remember, Dave, and I, I'm going to say this. Um, when, growing up, my grandfather on my father's side was a Deep South person. So he had a particular view of a certain racial group, okay? And he pumped that into my head all the time whenever we were there. Okay. And so I did have a certain amount of prejudice, uh, before I was a Christian, um, uh, concerning that people group. Um, it was indoctrinated. And my dad wasn't like that at all. Uh, but my grandfather was, uh, but when I came to Jesus, when I, when I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and I read in the Bible, there was neither Greek nor Jew, male nor female, all those things, you know, I realized that we are all sons of Adam. And as a son of Adam, you know, I better love that man. Not, you know, I I might not like what he does, but as, as a son of Adam, I better have concern for him because he's creating the image of God. And that completely revolutionized my thinking. The law, the military, none of those things can do that in a man's heart. Um, the law, you know, can say, um, don't do this, don't do that. But in, in, in every way we've proven it, the law does not uh, keep the lawbreaker from breaking the law. Gun control. You can, if you're a felon, you can't own a gun. <laughs> yeah, that's been successful. Um, you can't use uh, fentanyl. Um, that's been successful. Um, you're not supposed to murder. That's been successful. I mean, and everywhere you've tried to put an arbitrary law in place without a transformation of the heart through Jesus Christ, it's been an utter and complete failure. And and this is what I think would happen with um with the uh, the military. The same thing happened on January sixth. I mean, there was an utter and complete failure. Now, there's a lot of reasons why we could talk about forever. I mean. Whose coup was it? Was it the it was, FBI? Coup? It was the FBI coup. But the bottom yeah. line is, people bought into it through groupthink. Yeah. yeah uh, group but the, but but look, you know, it was designed to entrap people into doing minor violations of the law, 
that resulted in characterizing the president as being lawless. That's now being used against him in a future election. It also tried to establish the legitimacy of a, of a stolen election. So I could go on and on about what they gained from it and why they did what they did. But we know that they've been identified in the crowd through photos, at least seven FBI operatives. No one's ever come up with who planted the pipe bomb where Kamala Harris would have been walking by the DNC headquarters. But, but that aside, I grant you victory in the first round here, Bob. Might even be a knockdown, 10 to 8, okay? So 10 to 8 on the scorecard. But now I'm going to go into what I've been told. And what I've been told is by people who are credible, experienced, and some currently work, and some are retired but know those who do work. And I'll start with someone who's very close to me, and I'm not going to say any more than that for obvious reasons, but I'm riding in their car with them, um, earlier this year and they said yeah in my experience in military i had to go around to various bases and i interacted with base upper echelon base commanders and stuff and the general feeling is we go to war with china we go to war with anybody these people are not going to obey biden they know they've been set up to be destroyed they don't trust millie and they're going they're going to go their own way okay and then he goes oh crap i forgot who i was talking about i said don't worry never identify you or your excuse me or your position okay so okay excuse me um allergy season here and um hang on one second bob okay so that's one and then i've had occasion through third-party ex-high-ranking military to talk to shall we say pentagon types okay uh and i'd say probably mid-level pentagon types and i'm hearing the same thing and I'm hearing that they're even afraid that people will turn on each other inside the Pentagon and begin shooting each other. And I've actually been told that not once, but twice. And then um, I've encountered um, two base commanders, one former base commander, I should say, and one president, um, that have basically echoed the same thing. No trust in this at all. And then a high-ranking ex-military guy, I asked him, uh, after the uh, coup of opportunity at Benghazi failed, why not initiate another one? He goes, it takes the opportunity or about 75% of the support of the people before anyone would have the guts to, to react. Okay, so there's somewhat of a consensus, and I can't say it's 30%, 50%, 80%. I can't say a percentage, but I'm saying there's a sentiment it with people who have command authority over some significant troops and add in the space force, which Biden can't penetrate. He can change the leaders all he wants, but he's not changing the culture. And I believe the same thing is probably true for the submarine fleet. I think there is the framework for some kind of action under the right conditions. So Bob, I'll throw it back to you to respond. Okay, um, here's my response. Um, I know a little bit about the world of espionage and, you know, how how they do things. Okay, so we have a completely woke military. You know, all the up. No, I don't I don't agree with that. We are not completely woke. There are many people in the military that abhor some of the crap that they're doing. uh, Okay, let's just say the senior staff military. Only in the Pentagon, only in the Pentagon, Bob. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. I'm telling you right now, one thing I'll tell you for sure is that the rank and file colonel, brigadier general, captain, master sergeant, they are not buying this bullshit. Excuse my French, but they're not buying it. They're okay. not on board with it, Bob. I, I guarantee I know this. Okay. Well, my, my point is that in that world, and let's just say it does happen because it does happen, um, they know who the conservative leaders, they know who the people that have charisma, they know the people who, who can lead other people. Um, feeding those people disinformation would be prime number one thing to do. Um, and so, you know, they think they're being 
let in on the loop, the circle. And at the same time, because of their background, they're being uh, fed disinformation. Happens, Dave, all the time, 24-7. Are you saying that they would draw out the potential Benedict Arnolds to the current regime? Or, and, or the ultra-conservative people. Yeah, okay, yeah and they'd okay, feed them disinformation right. so that they would spread that along down the chain of command all the way to people like you and me, and it would be complete disinformation. Okay, I have one counter. I have one counter to that though. When Obama went after nearly 400 command officers during his tenure, okay, the ones who survived learned how to keep their mouth shut, conceal their actions, do their job, but they didn't change their heart. Yeah, and and if if you do watch if if you watch the movie Stauffenberg, I think half the people involved in that coup did this. You know, see which way the wind was blowing. And as soon as they realized that the coup was failing, man, they became loyal, loyal Hitlers. You know, I'm I'm fully in the Fuhrer's camp. I'll kill those people. Uh, and so that's what happened in, in Germany. Um, and, you know, in, in the Soviet Union, there was only about 350 hardcore Bolsheviks that mm-hmm. took over the, the Soviet Union. Um, the vast, vast majority of people weren't involved in it. But when I, once I've given the levers of power to those 350 people throughout, whether it's agriculture, what, you know, news, what, whatever, once I've given the levers of power to them, um, history, 6,000 years of it, are, it, it shows that the vast, vast majority of people are going to comply, just like they did during, you know, a particular health event we recently had. Uh, a lot of people didn't want to take it. Um, but they took it just to get along, um, hold their nose and, uh, and, you know, do it. And I've heard the phrase, uh, hold my nose and vote. Um, this, cause it goes back, Dave. This is, this is my, my framework. It goes back to the heart of man. It's desperately wicked. Um, you know, when I hear somebody say he has a good heart, I'm thinking, where do you get that from? It's not in the Bible. The Bible says just the opposite. Man has a wicked heart. And I think I can make a pretty good historical example of that, have how we've done what we've done. Um, throughout these centuries, we've brutalized our, our, our brothers and sisters um, for many different reasons, whether it's race, money, you, you name it, we brutalized them. Um, and, and so I hear what you're saying, but I, I see every indicator that I've ever read of coups that have worked, of the nature of man, uh, of the condition, the infiltration right now into the military. And plus, it's not even addressing the tens of thousands of Chinese and Russians that are in this country that would commit act of saboteurs. It just if, if a coup like that happened, all those acts of sabotage would start to happen. And of course, they'd be blamed on the coup. Um, you know, oh, the coup did it. The coup did it. You know, Russia, 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 disinformation, Russia, disinformation. So when a bridge is blown up or an electrical power plant's blown up or whatever goes out, you know, food, a, 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 a tractor trailer of food stolen, that's why you're going to go hungry. The coup did it. The coup did it. The coup did it. And that would be the that would be the narrative till now to the end of time. And even though we know 100 percent right now that Russia collusion was Democrat collusion, um, it still is is being propagandized as russia collusion um and it's so i i again i look at maui um it's just it's a it's another example of human behavior or or the power of the powers that be um two thousand children still missing we found the school buses on a military base and it's completely out of the news cycle yeah, well, that's just, that's because we caught them in their lies. That's why yeah. the the media has a new strategy now, Bob. I've noticed this on a number of stories. When they're caught lying, they don't argue anymore and scream disinformation. They retreat and hope that the blackout will end the debate. Well, the um, blackout has ended the debate. It, it, well, not on my end, it hasn't. But I do well, agree not, with you. Yeah, largely, I, largely, you're correct. I want to bring something else up, though. Okay, and. um it was the American Civil War, and it's my contention, and I used to teach this, that if 
the Confederates had followed up and gone to D.C. after the Second Battle of Bull Run, yes. D.C. would have been captured and there would be an entirely different America today. It'd be two Americas in all likelihood. Yes. Okay, at least at that time, there'd have been two Americas. Robert E. Lee's failure to follow up on several victories early in the war. And here you have Confederate uh, soldiers who went to West Point with many of the people, generals they were fighting against. They were they yes. were comrades, they were friends, but they stayed loyal to their state. Um, there is an instance there where insurrection should have worked had it not been for military incompetence. You know, um, slavery is abhorrent. Um, Jefferson said it best, even though Jefferson owned slaves. He said it is the worst despotism among men, and it is. Nothing worse than saying I own Dave Hodges and I can tell Dave Hodges to do whatever I want him to do. And he has to obey me. And if he doesn't, I can put a whip on his back. That is the ultimate in despotism. It not only destroys the slave, but it destroys the slave owner Mm -hmm. because he quickly swirls down into depravity and he gets into it and he abuses the slaves. We saw John Newton, the great, um, eventually became a great evangelist, but he, his heart went down into depravity real quick because on the he he was comforted on his journeys from Africa uh, by the female slaves. He'd rape them, um, and you know it didn't take long for that kind of despotism to take over because again the heart of man is desperately wicked, and, and so I just I, I I can't see it happening. The only but, thing, but Bob, I can, Bob, let's go back to my point though. Was not the Civil War, could it not have been a Southern victory immediately? Uh, and, and there you have an insurrection. See, look at, forget slavery. Take slavery out of the debate. The South was correct in everything else they were saying. The North was bullying the South economically. States' rights were being violated. The Tenth Amendment was thrown out the window by a reprobate Congress. Uh, and they were taking advantage of Southern labor. Uh, and, and like I said, now in our slavery, you've got a tainted argument. I agree. But nonetheless, the South was totally taken advantage of, and there would have been a civil war with or without slavery, I think, because of those well, issues. They knew that when but they do signed. Not, do you not agree there is an example of uh, uh, what the South would have considered white hat military rising up to defend their rights? And they could, and, they could have again, very easily they could have very easily won the war. Don't you agree? Um. They didn't. That's all I can say. I, I don't want to conjecture on that. And I do agree with you. I mean, again, with that caveat that that slavery is the worst human institution ever devised by men. Mm-hmm. The South had a lot of political views, and this is why it's always about slavery. They don't want you to look at the political views exactly. of states' rights, that the state was sovereign to itself, and that we were a voluntary union. Um, and General Sherman, I don't know if you read about him. I mean, he got kicked out of the army for theft. Uh, he was a, he was a, not a good guy at all. Um, uh, and, and so, yes, but it didn't happen. Um, it, it failed and the United States went on to become a conglomerate. I mean, you look after 1865, how quickly the, the income tax was implemented. The the the, fe, the made Federal Reserve Bank was implemented. That's forty eight um, years, so it's uh, yeah, it's yeah, quite I mean, a distance. So, well, I mean, all those things were were the were in the play of 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 happening even during the Civil War, and once once the federal government got to the point that they had pacified the South, which it did take time to pacify them, they quickly started with their globalist agenda, um, and that's part of the globalist agenda: a, a, a federal bank. You know, I I would argue that started in 1898, uh, Spanish-American War. That was the globalist agenda. I agree. I agree with you on that point. But let's back up to uh, before we leave this point. Okay, I think it's a strong contention that the South should have won that war if they'd have followed up after the second battle of Bull Run, thus making my point that generals rose up and they were at least a credible threat to drag the war out for four years. And they were enough of a threat to pose a real threat to the Union uh and, and the safety of the union at least in the first year of the war so my point bob is this is if they could do it then why can't it happen now yeah well and if we had let's just hypothetically conjecture that the south had one 
Um, I think despotism would have taken over rather quickly because okay. I don't disagree, but you're not answering my question now. Okay. Well, think, okay. If the generals rose up the way they did, okay, and and could have won this war, but certainly launched a major threat against the establishment, um, why can't that happen again today? Because I don't think the, 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 the people of the United States want it, first of all. I think, you know, I don't want to get... Um, you know, like more, I can't see the trees for the forest. Um, we see the vast, vast majority of Americans today are content with just some cake and, you know, I agree. That's because they have enough normality left in their lives. Right. What about is that stripped away over the next several months with a failing economy? Won't things change? Yeah, they're going to change. Um, and again, and desperation um, you're going to hear phrases like, um, I, I know we've had an economic collapse. We're going to restore it. We, it's going to be slightly different than the system you had. We'd issue digital bucks mm-hmm. and, and take mm-hmm. it down that path. And I, I would say the vast, vast majority of Americans under the promise you get to keep your home and <laughs> get to keep your doctor. <laughs> Remember that one? Um, <laughs> you know, you get to keep your home, get to keep your doctor. Um, you get to, you get to life will be normal again. And, you know, as soon as that's implemented and, and entrenched, you know, then the, the real tyranny begins. And I, I look I look at Solomon. I, I look at David. I, I look at the great men of the Bible, power corrupting them very quickly. It didn't take long for Solomon to start saying, you know, I've got a beautiful wife. That one over there is beautiful, too. And so is that one and that one and that one and that one and that one. And, you know, it. it um and his heart became very, very corrupt very quickly. Uh, and so if the South had one, my contention is biblical truth would still be biblical truth. And you would have people rise up within the South that would have been despotical because, you know, a righteous man, I'm okay. not going to take the, I'm not going to take those kind of measures. We're going to go brutalize people. A wicked man seeing opportunity in the South would have gone in and he's a, he has no problem with you know, killing, raping, murdering. He has no problem with it. So he does that to ascend to, to power. And, you know, he get, he gets everything he wants um, in the end because he's um, he's the head, head dictator. And I, th- I think it could have easily developed into that as well as anything else any good. I, I Listen, I agree with what you're saying. Evil replaces evil if, if the society is evil. I agree with you. Okay? So I concede that. But my point is, Generals rose up at another point in time in our history and said no more. And and they launched a successful resistance, successful, in fact, that they mobilized an entire region of the nation. And, right. and they could have been victorious. And I want to stress in the first year, they could have been victorious. So well, given that, I don't know why this could not happen today, given the fact that anyone who's in military service that takes their oath seriously is loyal to the core, so to speak, why they wouldn't take their oath seriously and say, we're going to reach a point of no return, and I'm not going to do what that man in Washington says. Hey, Dave, there's several thoughts on it. Um, I'm going to be very generic here. I just had a friend whose son went into the military, um, and he went through boot camp flying colors, got in there, and as a Christian young man, um, he said, the whole thing is depraved. I mean, everybody, you know, that he's around, it's, it's just a depraved system. I have a son that told me the same thing who fought in Fallujah. I have other family members who've done the same thing and said the same thing. Um, we th- kind of, we want to think just like we used to think of the FBI. F from Zimbalist Jr. FBI. I mean, I thought that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, the old TV show. Yeah. Just yeah, so yeah, people yeah, know yeah, what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 Um, and we want to still think there's that shining hill there. The same thing with the military. We want to think there's that shining hill there. My contention is because we, as a nation, we have forsaken God. We've forsaken the tenets of Christianity. We've forsaken the laws of God. Um, I, I, I still think we want to see, as Reagan put it, that shining city on a hill that largely doesn't exist. 
That does not um, exist. I agree. Yeah. The shining city on the hill resides in her heart. You're either for Jesus or you're against him. I totally agree with that. That's, that's, that's where that goes. And that's yeah. there is no in-between choice here. And this is what people don't seem to grasp. They think they can sit things out and it'll pass over. It won't. Everyone's a frontline participant in this depravity. Um, one of the things, I mean, I, let me tell you, I did some research on this. The success of Civil War efforts. And prior to uh, World War II, a revolution was successful, estimated 20 to 25 percent of the time. Um, after World War II, that number actually rose to almost 40 percent. But I suspect the reason after World War II that you saw more of those revolutions succeed is we had our CIA or other covert organizations helping with that civil and war. And they weren't good. Pe- they weren't good people yeah. who took over. The way you, you know, you're right. That's not, you're not getting the argument for me. Evil replaces evil. But the fact is, is there is precedent that civil war can succeed. The thing is, is this civil war, if we had it here, if it was protracted, it'll get no support. It'll get no support. And and I'll tell you what Obama's done, too. I want to get your reaction to this. Obama's killed the oil reserves. He just killed the six Alaskan pipeline deals. Uh, we only really get oil from Saudi Arabia. They're screwing us. They're joining the BRICS, and soon they won't be able to take the dollar by policy. Um, he's made it impossible for the military to wage any kind of fight, much less have a civil war against the existing government. Do you agree with that? Exactly. And, and we see it. In the fact of the last two elections, that no matter who runs, the uh, the, the the pre-selected candidate is going to win. Um, you, you know it, that's that's going to win, and there's no two ways about it. It's a Stalinist election. You know, when 99.9 percent of the people voted for Stalin, and there was a couple scragglers out there that you know voted for whoever. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, as you said, I don't care. Um, who people vote for. Yeah. I don't care who counts the votes. Counts the votes. And boy, yeah. was that true in Maricopa County. Uh, well, but the thing is, is if you, can't the control, if you can't control everything about counting the votes, then you have to destroy the voting machines, which is what happened in Maricopa County Correct. in Republican areas. Yeah, I know. Uh, you're right. Uh, I think this has been productive. Bob, what we've accomplished here is we've let people see different sides of the debate, different sides of history. We've interjected to the overlaying theme, which is uh, the doctrine and the teachings of Jesus Christ. And I, and I think that people really have a good um, a, a good base to which to say, I agree with Dave on this, I agree with Bob on these things. I, I think this has been productive. But I want to do you justice, because you have a great background in helping people get prepared. Um, and you've got an event coming up uh, that I want you to talk about, and we got about four minutes to squeeze this in. you got an event, and also I want you to tell people about ready-made resources that I've done business with, and I love it. Okay, well, um, th- th- real quick, th- the two ideas of that watershed, it take you in two different directions. If the United States is doomed to fall into anarchy and conquer, conquer quest, um you better make a certain set of plans because it's going to affect you and you don't want to end up in a labor camp, death camp, whatever you want to call it, camp. Um, and you better make plans now. And that means storing food, storing water, you know, having the needs, means to protect yourself, all those things. You, you better have it. Now, if on the other hand, you think there might be a resurgence of the city on the hill, then maybe not as much. So those two trains of thought have drastic consequences in the outcome. So with that said, we have an active shooter course coming up this Friday. There's still time to sign up for it um, with Doug Thornton. And we have a guy by the name of Justin. Who, um, you know, so we, we're going to have a really great time. We actually built walls to make a real shoot house. Um, and, and so uh, Doug is going to really be in his element to teach. Uh, we have Steve Rise coming, uh, 18 Delta Medic. Um, and you're going to get stuff that nobody else gives you. I mean, you're going to get stuff thrown at you that nobody else gives you. So uh, you still have time to sign up. If you go to readymaderesources.com across the top of the page, it says, you know, train with us. Click that. It'll take it right with you. I do want to mention again, uh, supplies. Uh, We have some spectacular deals on night vision right now that we have uh, acquired because uh, one of our, our, our distributors 
uh, needed to unload some inventory, and we bought it at a bargain basement rate. We have a binocular white phosphor Elbit night vision, articulating bridge. That means you can turn the bridges up and down. Um, they're normally about $7,600. These are $5,450. Um, so uh, it, it's it's just a fantastic deal. If you go to our website, you, you, if it's the first night vision on the night vision page. It's a binocular. Get readymaderesources.com, right? Yeah, readymaderesources.com. Or call me at 800-627-3809. My son, Joshua, or myself will walk you through it and help you any way we can. For those of you who don't have that kind of money, we do offer financing, which is about 200 and some odd dollars a month uh, to pay for. So, And you can have a night vision device that's going to be um, second to none. These are premium quality night vision devices because we don't like selling junk. So, and then, you know, we have uh, communication, uh, anything. So if you have a, a, a retreat or planning on a retreat or whatever, and you want someone to help you uh, not spend wasteful money on things, and I've done that, bought things that I will never use uh, because it just didn't need them. Um, I can help you through that process of, uh, of purchasing so that when you get equipment, it's going to be good equipment and you don't spend money on equipment that really it doesn't need to be spent. Yeah. I, I think that's really good advice. Um, and you got a lot of great stuff there. That's for sure. And, um, I also did some research on, uh, escaping Nazi death camps. And once you go to the camp, you don't get out. And this was it's in a low tech, this was in a low tech area. I mean, we're talking people in the dozens escaped all those death camps, not hundreds, dozens. Yeah, and, it's the Roach Motel. They they yeah. go in, but they don't come out. Yeah, that's right. And and we don't even have any good figures about what the percentage was that died. We have estimates. I mean, I, I've heard 70, 80% died in the death camps. Um, and the Murder. survival rate was incredible. Yeah, we, well, and then sometimes they, well, withdrawal of resources. Like they'd systematically starve the workers to death, for example, over time. Yes. So, yeah, yes. that's yeah. Well, they had an ever ending supply of new ones. So the one it didn't thing, matter. Bob, the one thing that I came away from my research on this was I'll die in my driveway before I'm forced onto a bus to go to a death camp. Uh, precisely. Yeah. Because, you know, your children, uh, we know what's going to happen to any children, grandchildren. Yeah. They're going to be sent off to pedophilia high, um, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I know. be brutalized. Who knows what's going to happen to your wife? Um, it, it's just it, it's bad all around. And so uh, and these people have demonstrated that they have no morals whatsoever, that, that Satan, that the conscience of a man, Satan has taken his branding iron and burnt it so it does not work anymore. They have no conscience. Nothing is outside the realm of what they will do to you or to me in order to achieve their pleasure, their power, their money. Nothing. I mean, it, no, no horrific torture is bad enough. Used to have a guy come and speak to my history class when I was a young history teacher, and he was an OSS guy that uh, if they wanted to extract a prisoner from a death camp, he would manage to get himself in. He'd hire, hide in the manure wagons, for example, on a secondary seal and come in and get them. And his stories were just phenomenal. But one of the things he witnessed once was that the women who were attractive were taken uh, as uh, sex objects by many of the German commanders. But when they became pregnant, they took him out to the country and he watched him butchered with swords. I yeah. kid you not. He yeah. was very graphic in his description. You should have seen my students. They were like, oh, I can't believe I'm hearing this. It was so bad. Uh, the, anyway, Japanese Bob, called, the, the Japanese called them comfort women. And yeah, they brought exactly. thousands along, followed the army so the army could relieve themselves uh, by raping Chinese women. Yeah, Exactly. Um, okay, so readymaderesources.com. Give out your phone number one more time. 800-627-3809. Yeah, it's too bad the Republicans and Democrats, the true Republicans, can't debate like we do. I don't want to kill you, Bob. I want to thank you for coming on. <laughs> yes, well, I want to thank you for having me on. So All thank right. You. Okay, and everybody else, we'll see you back here next time. And our thanks to our guest, Bob Griswold. Check out his store. It's awesome. Thank you, Dave. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.